0: hey and hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of the straight up show podcast i am your host joined by my co-host christina how you doing today i'm good all right christina thank you so much for being on the show and uh, I, I missed you i'm not gonna lie i missed you it's been a while
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and if y'all listen to the show you know that me and christina are you know we're kind of like our we're like nemesis but we go back and forth but uh, it's definitely all love in this department. I got much love for Christina, even though I did say she's no longer, no longer welcome on the show, but here we are.
2: Okay. I'm going to keep coming back just to make you mad, so it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> all right. And, and, and only how fitting Christina is that it's just me and you on this episode. And we're going to talk about, I mean, if y'all listen to our previous season, you, you heard about my my life as a single millennial right now. And it's, it's kind of weird being single. Uh, during this time right
2: i'm almost perpetually single so it's 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 just the norm for me to be by myself
0: yeah and and like you know and i'm starting to find out that it's okay maybe love doesn't happen right away and that's kind of what we're going to do about uh have our show about today is that you know love it has no time on it at this point especially you know live your life so we're going to actually have our guests today some people that I, i i researched and looked up and a uh, very funny couple. Uh, when you see them. Uh, they're so much in love. So on today's episode, help me welcome Miss Kitty and PJ, host of The Undivorceable Show. How you guys doing today?
1: We're, you know, doing, we're doing amazing.
3: woo I like that intro.
0: And so PJ and Kitty, they're a, a beautiful couple. Uh, I talked to them outside the show. And, you know, you can just see their love. Even if you don't know them. Uh, you see their love. So we're going to talk with them today. And like I said, if y'all heard our show before, I think I gave you the episode, uh, Kitty, about me uh, being single. Okay. I mean, (laughs) and she heard the crazy, uh, the crazy things that I go through uh, with dating. I mean, so we're going to talk about that. So if you watch their show Undivorceable on uh, YouTube, Instagram, uh, and Twitter, uh, you, you can just see how much in love they are. And that's kind of one of the things that uh, that I want to talk about today because they are in love. But the thing with PJ and Kitty is that they were high school lovers, fell apart, and now they're together. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about their love. And uh, But let's just go ahead and get started with it. Uh, PJ and Kitty, can you just tell us, you know, a little bit about y'all, where you're from? And Well, uh, this is
4: PJ. I'm from Dallas, born and raised, uh, Oak Cliff, if you know about anything about Dallas, Oak Cliff is, a, is, is where, all the, where all the hood and all the black folks be. So <laughs> That's where I'm from.
3: Yes. And um, this is Kitty. Um, I was born in Terrell, Texas, you know, home of Jamie Foxx and uh, was there until middle school. Then my parents transitioned and we moved up in the Dallas metro area um, into Garland. So it's pretty much went from the country girl to the suburban girl within a blink.
0: And Terrell, Texas is no longer country, though. I mean, I, I mean if, you, if, you, if you go from Dallas to Shreveport, you've done know to Terrell, Texas. It's like you have to go through that. And I'm like, man, Terrell is like a, a city now. It's not even country anymore.
3: Well, you know, you know like a lot of, a lot of um, towns that are trying to build up, you know, they're building up along the outskirts of town, you know, where the freeway is to try and bring in more commerce, but not really doing very much to the inner part of the town. So it's, it's still very much very country.
0: Yeah, but we got some Texas people uh, with us today. So, I mean, it, to me, yeah, yeah. It, it's like yeah. it's like this is my new hometown, and I'm actually talking to people in my hometown right now. So, I mean, I got Christina back in Louisiana, and y'all here. So, I mean, we're going to have a good episode. But um, just tell us, I mean, how would you two meet?
4: Well, actually, uh, you know, I thought I was a Mac back in the day. <laughs> ninth grade. It was eighth, eighth
3: grade. grade
4: year, going into ninth grade year. I go to a club this club called Club Coontosh. That was in hours. It was in town. Garland. It was in Garland, so we go. So a uh, couple of my my palm boys, and then uh, so we get to the club. So you know, first thing you know how it was. See how many numbers you gonna get tonight. You know what I mean? There's competition between the boys. So I see her dancing. I'm like, damn, little mama, little mama got something. You know, so, so I so I shoot at her. I get you know. I said, say, come here, hey, you're going to be with me tonight. That on my line. Just like that. And she was with me the rest of the night. <coughs> and that's what it was. And we dated. <laughs> <laughs> and we dated, right? But, you know, like I said, I grew up, you know, I uh, had a little, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. I had a, a lot of struggles and stuff like that. So my phone, our phone would get cut off. So, you know, back then, it was just a landline. Wasn't no cell phones done like that. So once our phone get cut off, you know, that cut off the communication. You know what I mean? So we couldn't really communicate like that.
3: Right, because we had, okay, so the girl version is, um, my That's friend, what I want to hear. You know, the girl mm-hmm. version. The girl version is, I was in the eighth grade. I was the baby of a group of girls that, were old, that was older than me and we had a dance group. So there was a club that we would go and we would dance for. So we would kind of be getting the party started. So we were like the Southside posse girls. So we went in and we would hip hop dance and then other people would start dancing, you know, get the club going. So one of my older friends was dating one of his friends. Older friends. So, older friends. Mm-hmm. so they decided to come to the club that night. So unbeknownst to us, you know, he brought a bunch of his friends or whatever. So we were all dancing on the dance floor. Then this guy walks up to me and he goes, hey, you're going to be with me for tonight. We just know you said, you're going to be with me. (laughs) I said, okay, now I'm I'm, I'm the youngest, but I'm the toughest of my group. And I ain't never had no boy talk to me like that. So I was like, "Um, okay, like, you know, like, what do you say to that? (laughs) (laughs) But we were together and we danced and we were together. So all of his friends and all of my friends, there was the same number of guys as girls. So everybody kind of yoked up. So like over a year, we would go see them and, you know, because they drove, they were older. We were just in the eighth grade, so we would be tagging along. So we were able to be together a lot during that time going into ninth grade. But like you said, the older friends started breaking up, so we didn't drive. Then his phone got disconnected, so we lost contact for a while. Then sophomore year, my team, my school in the suburbs scheduled to play his school in the hood. So I waited a whole time during basketball season mm. and me and my friends prayed all the way on the bus that he would be there. We just prayed, prayed, prayed. And then the bus pulled up and there he was standing there with a group of his little friends. So then we got to hang out again for a day. I got a kiss that day too. You sure did. I,
4: I pushed the, I put up, <laughs> just a lock up,
3: he did. We were going to the concession stand and he like, Grabbed me and pushed me up against the vending machine and like stuck his tongue down my throat. I was
4: like, <gasps> oh. I mean, I'm advancing. I was advancing, oh. then you know, I was I was feeling you
0: my
3: shit. <laughs> I know it. I'm <laughs> like, the bourbon girl has this hood boy. Now, that
0: can now, get you uh, uh, locked up. We lost and...
3: contact again. Yes, we mm-hmm. lost contact so again. So I, I didn't see her no more to win. Se- uh, senior year. Senior year. <clears throat> now, by wow. now, now, you know what? I got it going on now. And I'm a senior. Oh, yeah. 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 I know all the lines now. <laughs> so I had broke up with my hometown boyfriend. <clears throat> so I told my best so she friend. So she's safe. Whatever. So I told my best friend, I'm going to go get Phillip. So I, we drive after our volleyball game. We drive all the way to Dallas. Because she knew where I stayed from the previous years, right? She knew right. exactly where I stayed. So we went to the football game because I knew he played football. So we watched the game, he was amazing. I was so excited, I was screaming, I was yelling. Then after the game, we waited, you know, for people to kind of die down and the football players to come to the, to the railing and all that. So we're walking down and I'm so excited, like I'm, finna, I'm gonna talk to him, like I can't believe it, like blah, blah, blah. So as we're going down the bleachers, there's like a group of girls down at the bottom and they're screaming for him. And so we slowed down yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, like, I never really thought he might have a girlfriend like, oh, my God. So then reality kicked in like, girl, what the world are you doing? You can't be interrupting his life like this, like popping in. So me and my girlfriend just left. That was the longest drive home. I was so sad.
4: I I never knew she was at the game. She never knew
3: I was at the game. So anyway, fast forward at the end of senior year. Me and the same guy tried to work it out, didn't work it out. And I was like. Forget this! I got up one morning. I told my best friend, "I'm going to go see Phil. She was like, "You want me to roll?" I was like, "No, I'm going by myself."
4: Now, now, mind you, I was always in the streets. I never stayed at the house. I'm always gone. No, there wasn't that, but for whatever reason, that day, that night, rather, because it was dark, mm-hmm. she pulled up on. I'm at the house. I'm on the porch. Me and my partner and his girlfriend, we just chop, chopping it up. I see this car. Unfamiliar to me. I'm like, man, who was that? He be like, man, I don't know who that is. We trying try to figure out who it was. Now, so I'm, now
3: saying, I'm in the car. Now, I'm yeah. in the car. I see him, another guy that I knew. I knew who the other guy was. But then there was a girl up there. And so I was in the car, and I paused for a minute. I said, you know what? If that's this girl, she going to have to get out of her feelings today because I'm coming.
4: <laughs> man, she got out there the car. I'm looking. I'm still trying to see who it is. I hadn't seen her. I hadn't seen her. it had been a few years. Yeah, I so it's like. I'm like, damn, that's like Trina. Then as she got a little close, I said, "Damn, that is Trina." We hooked up that night. Now, mind you, this our senior. Year. Hooked up that night. I don't know what happened again. Yeah.
3: Lost contact again. Uh, again. Again. Now I'm getting ready to go to college and play football. Yeah, and I was getting ready to go to Oklahoma University
4: like, as well. Now remember, this time ain't no ain't no text message and none of this. Yeah, no sense. So. so we go to college. I just happened to go to college in Oklahoma. She just happened to go to OU. Our colleges is probably about an hour drive apart from each other. But we didn't know. We didn't know. Now we didn't know this because we lost contact. Now they had a stomp down Which is at a big, OU. It's a, big a big Greek A big, big, Greek, big show. Greek show. I mean, thousands of people in, a, in the arena. So we go out of all these people. And we, again, I'm, I'm getting my Mac on. It, it reminds me of the eighth grade year. I see out of all the people, guess who I see dance? Me, <laughs> Katrina,
3: shaking it. but this time she does what to do. Okay, so here it goes. So at OU, every year they have a Greek show, it's huge, it's called Stomp Down, and they have it in the basketball arena. So there's a stage, they break the stage down, then it turns into this huge party. It's easy, easy 10,000 people everywhere. In, in the facility. I mean, it's it's bumping. It's amazing. I had went to Dallas earlier in the week and then my hair used to be very long and I had cut it in a sling bob because I thought I was, you know, I was grown. I thought I was grown. So I had different hair and all that. So I'm dancing with this guy. All of a sudden, I hear somebody screaming my whole name. And you know how you're dancing and you just be like, Self, did somebody just call me? <laughs> But I kept dancing because I'm a dancer. I'm not a drinker, but I'll stay on the dance floor all day. So it got closer and screaming my name some more. So I'm still dancing with the guy. And I'm like, I know somebody is calling my name. Then it got closer and it yelled again. I said, I know full well that is not. So then I slowly turned around and it was him. And I was like, oh my God, like, what are you doing here? He was not y'all. Let me tell you he was not looking at me at all he was staring at that guy and i started like panicking like this is my boyfriend like i done got busted doing something i'm like no 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 yeah, she got i bust.
4: was <laughs> she got busted. I pulled up all this. she got busted i
3: was like i was just dancing with him like i don't even know him like and he was just had this angry face i had never seen before and he was just staring past me at this guy and i and the guy was like man we was just dancing he was like Staring at him, and I'm like, We really was just dancing, like, I don't even know him. And I, and he just stared at you and he was like, You still standing here? And I was like, oh. I was like, Just go, just go, just go, just go.
0: Wow, wow,
3: hey, <laughs> and just like that, we were back together again.
0: <laughs> nah, definitely, definitely a great uh, uh, love story. I mean, <laughs> that is. Uh, honestly, and me, just being, <laughs> me, me just being me, a movie fanatic, I'm like, this is, sounds like Grease mixed with ATL, mixed with Stomp the Yard.
3: Man, I'm here to tell you. But we were back together for about about a, about a few weeks after that. And then because my friends got with his friends and we still didn't drive. And then the people who drove broke up. So then... And then the colleges, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, colleges our college. was an hour so away. And then
4: yeah. back then you had to write letters. So...
3: Yeah, I wrote him some uh, letters. He didn't I mean, respond. You, you know.
4: know, you couldn't talk on the phone because you were going to run somebody's phone bill up. That's what it was. Yeah. So, so, so we, uh,
3: we lost contact again. We
4: hooked up. We hooked up for a little while. They came They came down to our school and we had a good, great weekend. They had a football house. We had a football, football house. house. They gave us a strip show they and gave everything. A strip show and it everything. was awesome. She brought her home. To us. <laughs> Me and her hooked up that weekend. And then, after we, we, yeah. We wrote a couple of times and then it fell off. Yeah. And then I ain't here from a to, to by almost 20 years later. Wow. Yeah. And, and all, we're going to talk about faith. that.
0: And we're <laughs> going to talk about how you all reconnected. I mean, we're going to have more with PJ and Kitty, host yeah. of the Undivorceable, coming up next.
5: Hey everybody. Lee here. And guess what? The reviews are in and the straight up show podcast is a hit. Don't believe me. We'll listen to what one of our guest panelists, Dr. Monique Thompson, has to say. Listen, y'all listening to Straight Up and support
3: this podcast, because I listened in before I came on the show. I liked what I heard. They're really focusing on keeping things real and being real with you, and I like that approach, so you guys support this podcast.
5: So if you want to listen, donate to the show, have a subject idea, or even want to be a guest, just contact us at straightupshow at gmail.com. That's straightupshow at gmail.com.
0: Okay, so if you all have not been listening, we have a wonderful love story. Uh, Like I said, to me, it kind of sounds like Grease mixed up with ATL mixed up with Stomp the Yard. It's just a a good love story. And we're we're joined once again with PJ and Kitty, host of The Undivorceable. Uh, so like if you if you have you've been listening, uh they went to high school, at uh, middle school for kitty, but high school, sophomore, they lost in touch, got back together, go, lost in touch, got back together, college got lost in touch, got back together. So here we are, 20 what 18, right? 2018. Twenty eighteen. Uh, almost, yeah, mm-hmm. almost twenty years later, here we are. So just tell us uh how'd y'all get back together after twenty years? I mean, like what happened?
4: Okay, well uh doing it that 20 year span of not seeing each other always, she was always in my, in a, you know, in the forefront of my mind. And, uh, I was wondering what she was doing, how she was faring in life. you know, I thought about her, you know, want to see her, you know what I'm saying? Just, I just want to see her, lay eyes on her. And, uh, of course back then, you know, you know, before all this Facebook and all this technology, you, you really couldn't just get, you couldn't find people like that. So, uh, you know, I was like, man, I ain't trying to interrupt the life or nothing like that. I just want to see how she's doing. So one day, uh Facebook, I got on Facebook in 09. So I got on Facebook, it didn't have no profile picture None. I just had my name up there or whatever. And uh I got an inbox and it was from her. And she's like, is this the Philip Jones? Because she didn't she couldn't see my face because she didn't know she was. cause there's several Phillips, Philip Jones. So I was like, yeah, this this is D1. And that's how we reconnected. Yes, and but we talked on the phone. Right. Uh, but she was trying to. She, she wanted me to put a picture up there. I never would, cause she wanted to make sure that I wasn't, you know, fat and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I plays no games. I,
3: I, said, I, play say, no games.
4: I don't blame like, you, honey. So, so she talking about uh, I wasn't gonna. I had to see what you was working with first before I. I was like, hold on. She said, "What What you look like?" I said, "I'm straight." That's all I would say.
3: Right. I'm straight. And I, you know, I hadn't been too long joining uh, Facebook as well. I was more so on Twitter uh, because my children were doing uh, football recruiting and football was really big on Twitter uh, versus Facebook. But I got on Facebook because, you know, there still were some college coaches and things like that on there. I didn't really have much of a profile on. I had one picture. So he knew I was still holding you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, we're I talking kept on, in suspense. Yeah, we're talking on the phone and it's you know, we're just catching up on each other's lives because of, between that time, you know, we both had got we'd married, had we'd had got kids married, and, all that kind of stuff. And all that kind of stuff. We didn't live life. Yeah, we done lived, lived a life and you know, he wouldn't show me his picture. So then one phone call one day, uh he called me and got very specific and suggestive. Yeah, I did. I <laughs> Kind
4: of, mm-hmm. kind of like, it was kind of It was kind of like the, the first time I met, him, hey, you're going to be with me tonight. But the only different was, I said, you know what? To, this is what I said to myself. I said, man, we either going, we done caught up. We done talked about all the songs. We done talked about the ice cream. We done talked about first time kids. We done, done talked about everything. So I said, you know what? Is he the either fight or flight. <laughs> 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 That's what I told myself. I love it. I love that. I said see the or flex. So you know, <laughs> hey, can I say this on uh on the podcast? <laughs> I don't go know. For it. <laughs> uh,
3: uh, She said go for it. Go for it. I, the said, go the for house it. The I said go for it. Do what the woman at
4: the house. I saying. hit her I hit her with this. I said, "Look here. I said, man, let uh he going to at 8:30 in
3: the morning. Now. <laughs> now. <laughs> Now let me tell y'all something. <laughs> I am a certified school teacher. Okay. So when my phone rang, I I saw it was him. So I told my students, you guys go ahead and talk amongst each other. You know, it's the beginning of the day, school day. You know, he doesn't really True call story. he doesn't really call me this early in the morning. So, you know, let me check and make sure ain't nothing wrong. You know, whatever, whatever. So I answer the phone in front of a classroom full of students, looking okay. at them while they're talking. And I hear this on the other side of the phone. So I whip around, like in a movie, to turn my back to my students. She said, oh, 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 oh. This is what I remember. Oh. but well, damn, can you take a get a
4: drink or something first? <laughs> <laughs> damn. She,
0: she said that in front of the kids? No. I, oh, oh,
4: I
3: was like, wow. Like, no, <laughs> I, said, I had
0: turned my back oh. to the kids because I wasn't
3: expecting any of that, I turn my back to the kids. No way,
1: and I was this really
3: oh my god, I was like, um, you know, get f- the drink first. I mean, I'm gonna have to call you back. Wow, no boy. needless to say, nothing uh educational happened for the next two hours in my classroom. I had to sit down and think, How do you recover? How, how did we get here? Oh, like, wow. oh lord, have mercy,
0: and that, that's that's. <laughs> That's one of those things about fight or flight, man. You got to shoot your shot and, you know, and, and, you know, it's crazy because that a lot of people are scared to do it this, today, exactly, uh, to shoot the shot. But, you know, what I mean, like you all have uh somewhat of longevity in a relationship. So you are kind of right. understanding each other. And like I said, you know, uh, PJ shot his shot and here we are and now you two are like he i said made the basket and, and like so <laughs> girl if, like,
2: sis
3: come <laughs> on
0: <laughs> like and if you can't tell right now like i said you can just see the connection they had uh even back in the day but see how they rekindled 20 years later Um uh, i mean just to see y'all's love hear your story i mean christina i mean what do you think about all this
2: i i love it i love every piece of it but i have a question um because the two of you had the opportunity to reconnect so many times because of, you know, no social media, lack of mm-hmm. cell phones, you're, you're like a prime example of distance making the heart grow fonder
3: Oh my! because
2: you stayed very relevant in each other's minds the whole time. You yes. both had totally yeah. separate lives. You didn't miss anything. There were no real regrets. But the fact that you're like, you know what? <laughs> we're older now. We've done our part.
3: Let, let's, let's focus on us. Is that what kind of happened? Absolutely, and you know, I never, I never lost thought of him ever. You know, and I would have to pass just through life, um, being in the Dallas Metroplex. I would have to pass the freeways to, for the exits that get to his house. And you know, although I was, you know, married and I had kids or whatever, and I would have to pass that exit at every moment of every time I, I reflected on him and his smile and our laughter together and and just pleasant things about us being together because we never actually, we never had a, a argument, a disagreement. We never broke up, you yeah, know, really ge- up. geography and situations, you know, took us apart. It wasn't anything that came between us. So he was absolutely the fondness of my heart. And my first husband, when we first started dating, like he asked me a question and he was like, was we sitting on the floor in my apartment, watching TV. And he was like, you know, is there any guy in your past that if he came back today, like, you would get back with him? And I told him, yes. And he was like, well, who is he? So I told him, I told him about PJ and I gave him the story. And he was like, oh, okay. But I mean, it was like a question. I mean, but I was very honest with that question. But, you know, life was gone. I didn't know where he was. He didn't know where I was. And we went on and I, you know, eventually ended up marrying that gentleman. you know we got divorced but it wasn't because of pj but it was just you know we just weren't as compatible but like you said it was a situation where we just never let go of each other i I was very surprised when we did get back in communication with each other to find out that he had been kind of searching and kind of longing for me too um, along the years and that was very man it was very telling of how much we really do solely care for one another
0: Right. And one thing you said, Kitty, is that you said that compatibility. And I think we talked about this uh, mm-hmm. before the show. And um, you all are very compatible. I'm like, just even hearing y'all right now, y'all can uh, finish each other's sentences. And y'all y'all just kind of, <laughs> y'all like, y'all just tag team this whole thing already. And it's, and y'all did it on a phone call with me the other day. I'm like, wow, that's just, that's just, they really know each other. So, I mean, with y'all, I mean, just explain how much it is important to be compatible Or actually, just give me, give our listeners that same speech you gave me about uh, compatibility. I mean, one thing that stood out to me, PJ, was like, you know, uh, I jog every day, you know, and if she doesn't jog, can you just kind of tell us that importance of compatibility in dating or in a relationship? Man, it's
4: key, it's critical. It's, it's, It's compatibility means when I grow, you grow with me. You know what I'm saying? What I'm into. You get into it. You may not get into it to the depths that I'm into it. Like I was using the the jogging uh, illustration. You know, I I jog. If I jog, and you know I love jogging, this is what I love to do. You know what I'm saying? Come on out there and get your workout on. You may not necessarily jog. Just walk. Walk the track. Let me run by you and pat you on the booty. You know? You know what I mean? That way you out there we can share that time. We can share that time and then I can eventually start walking with you and we can have conversations about our day or, or what our goals or what we're going to try to accomplish or what we're going to do. That's sticking together. You know, the more things you can do together, right. the more compatibility you have, the better your relationship will be. Because if I'm doing things and you going to the right, you're doing things going to the left, that's, that's pulling each other apart. Right. You don't never go with me to my homeboy's house. You don't never go with me to the track, you don't never go with me to the business and help me. You don't never do nothing with me. So what you what you respect, you allow that allows time for, for the enemy to come in. For the for the for the people outside to come in and get in get in where you supposed to be fitting in
3: at. Exactly. And a lot of times, you know, just from the media growing up and becoming more relevant in our lives, you know, a lot of relationships get caught up in a lot of these catchphrases, you know, like opposites attract. You know, mm-hmm. it's something that you hear and we've heard it for a long time. And although opposites may attract, does Brilliant. it really, does it really become a long lasting situation? And we can all get caught up in it, being fascinated by something that's different. But ultimately, you need to be compatible in more ways than not. It was something very telling about that, that one line in the Tyler Perry movie about your 80 20. Because nothing is going to be 100% in anything, in your friendships, with your same-sex relationships, to, you know, your partner relationships. There's going to be some give and some take, but 80%, at least, you need to be able to be compatible with the person that you are trying to love in your forevermore. Yeah, and actually like them. Actually really like them.
4: Right. You know, no, I we- mean, really really enjoy their company. You want to be around them.
0: And like I said, y'all do a lot together. Just can you just tell us some of the things that y'all actually? I mean, y'all have uh, uh, the Undivorceable show, but tell us about that. And what what else do y'all do together?
3: Well, un- the Undivorceable show really is a telling of our lives. Like we work out together, we cook together, we we have these talks together like we in the car and we're like what do you think about this or we're listening to radio and something happens or our friend will call us about something and we actually talk through these things like we we have these debates and everything and we cook together we clean together we we work out together we party together we enjoy socializing with our friends
4: we do everything we go to church together yes we do we do predominantly everything together. Now, don't get me wrong; I am independent. Yes. You know what I'm saying? She's independent of me too. But we're not. Like I tell you, we're not. <laughs> but you're not.
3: You got your independence, but you ain't
4: independent of me. That's what I tell all the time. <laughs> you know, so you're free to do what you want and free to say what you want, but not to me, though. That's what I tell. I'd be messing with her.
3: Absolutely. And then we but have uh, we have a blended family of children and
4: between us, we got seven kids.
3: Right. Four of them
4: graduated college, I think.
3: Four,
4: three three graduate college, one in college,
3: one in high school, one, two in elementary. Yes. Okay. So we, su- we, su- we support, we travel a lot. We, we both love to travel, you know, and we follow, we follow the kids and we're very supportive. And we both believe in family, which is very important when you're talking about who you want to be. Once you identify the things in your own personal life that are, that matter to you, that are on your priority list. Right. That's how you begin to evaluate that other person. Because once you once you live a little bit, money, don't get me wrong, we need money, stuff like
4: that. People that, that pick they made off, of, well, he got money. He got a bag. That's a, that may be all he got is a bag. He ain't got nothing else. Y'all ain't got nothing else to come. He may, not, he may have and a leave. bag, he may not even share the bag. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm
1: saying? The guy can have a
4: bag, but he's selfish. So it's just like you might work with a guy that don't have a bag and will
3: give you everything. Exactly, And then as girls, you know, we're raised up to think, oh, go get you a doctor or a lawyer. You know, you want to look for that kind of man. But if you're the type of woman who desires to have your man around you, you desire to be able to go on a trip to where it's not disturbed by a cell phone, you know, ringing and they've got to get up in the middle of the night. If you're a woman that desires to have a man in in his presence with you, then adopting a lawyer theoretically, is not going to be what you're looking for because that's a profession that requires them to be gone a lot from your presence. Mm -hmm. So it's those kinds of things. Absolutely. It's those kinds of things. That's
4: that's the things you don't look at when you're younger.
3: Because you don't know to look at it it when you're younger. Because you haven't lived long enough. And a lot of people, exactly. A lot of people Mm -hmm. aren't coming back and telling you, hey, you need to look for this. You need to be looking for this. And if this is what you like, you know, you need to be looking for this. You know, so those are the kind of things that we try to help people with when it comes to undivorceable.
4: Mm-hmm. The whole thing is not to get
3: divorced. That's right. what we're trying to teach. And in there all, you your go. In all your connections, you know, even when you're dealing with your friends and your homegirls and your homeboys, that's still a connection that can be divorced. We've all had to do it many, many times. And breaking up with friends can hurt just as deep as breaking up with significant others.
0: Amen. Yes, I can. You are y'all spend some fire today.
2: Right. And speaking of being younger, I'm I'm gonna ask PJ a question real quick. I'm very curious. Uh just from the first time the two of you met and you you have the gall <laughs> to walk up to her and say, I'm gonna keep you. Uh what was it like to be that young and already feeling like you had that much confidence? What was the reason for that? 'Cause it's was like that's not a young man speak. Where does that come well, no, from? No, no,
4: I said I said to eat you part when we were growing. No, no, no. She's saying, Oh about no, no, no. I met like the club. Club. At the club. Oh, the club yeah. when I said you're gonna be with me. Yes. Yeah. You know what it was? <laughs> uh I, I thought I was cute.
0: It's number one. Number
4: <laughs> one. Because I, I was always stocky. I'm stocky build. I, I had sees I I, knew I I knew I was fine and I knew I wasn't ugly. So, you were in eighth grade. How are you fine in eighth grade? I'm
3: fine. Oh no, he was. <laughs> oh, oh my god, he
4: was. I, I, you got a key to tell
3: years though. I grew up fast, so
4: I I, I was in eighth grade, but I hung out with guys that was yeah, they were tenth years. grade, eleventh grade, twelfth mm. grade. I, I hung out with older guys. I always hung out with guys way older than
3: me. So he was so,
4: he was so they was giving me game. You um, I mean? so influence. So absolutely. So yeah, so I stepped to it like that. It didn't want really know I just felt confident, you know. I always had hmm. confidence. So but uh and I think that was that's really been who I am. I mean, who who what who I was in eighth grade, it was a was a grown man that she ran across on her Facebook. It's just that I, I became grown. That's all. My confidence never wavered. My confidence has been the same. Even right
3: today, I still got confidence.
0: Ain't nothing changed except my age. As you can hear, my dear. And I, I actually go through that. <laughs> I hear it. I, I go through it myself because, I mean, like, I'm a big guy. You know what I mean? But I think, and I, I hate even saying this right now, but, I mean, I do pretty good for myself because, you know, my, Come on com- now. my confidence is there. I'm like, hey. And my, my friend Trey, we call him Trey Song because he looks just like Trey Songs, cut up and everything. And, like, we'll go to a club or something like that. Like, how do you always get the girls, man, over me? I'm like, it's a commonest thing, and I know this sounds whack, Kitty, And, and I know Christina's gonna give me some stuff about it, but <laughs> I, I see a <laughs> one of my lines is I see a girl and she's on her phone by herself texting, and I, and I, I go up to her and I'm like, Hey, it's three one eight. So you know, I start to set my phone. I love you. And, it. and yeah. she's I like, what, it, what are you, you doing? Know. She's like, Who She's like, What are you doing? Like <laughs> he said, like, What are you doing? Oh, I thought you were my number. I'm sorry. And then back off. But today. That, that's so corny. That's that's so corny. That's so wet. But you know way. what though? They're
4: Sometimes right. the corny stuff that be it the worked. stuff that work because you make them laugh. It, it <laughs> See,
0: will. It works it, make it, work. it
4: ain't. It ain't that being serious all the time stuff. Where it's the corny. It's the hey. Guess who on the menu? Me and you tonight. And you just gonna <laughs> laugh and be like, "That's you know so corny." <laughs> and then you just oh. be like,
3: "You know what? I tried. You know, I was trying to. You know." Yeah, well,
2: so yeah nice. I
4: was like, you that's you
3: a very me a little moving. nervous, You're so
2: that's, beautiful. Yeah, You're that's really nervous. open. You know, that's a little open ended. It it gives her a chance to she could ignore you or she could just laugh it off or you could start a real conversation from that. It's not as intimidating as a man walking up and about you a drink and I do because I don't yeah. I don't drink so yeah. that's never a good opening for anybody with me. Exactly. Do I and, dance? And- I'm not a dancer. I'm not a drinker. Oh no, my love must be able <laughs> to. Gotta get on a dance. Oh, no, no. when I'm, I when I'm comfortable, I will dance. But going out, you know, just being the one, the first one on the floor is not me. I also oh. have one of those uh, the RBFs. You know, my face looks mad all the time. So oh I think no of my me. dear you must practice not having that it's just <laughs> oh. my face but but oh, you know as soon as you Lord. speak to me when you speak to me I smile I smile anytime I'm talking even when I'm mad so it's just one of those you you have to actually get my attention okay, and then you'll see my face changes and but, but, okay,
3: okay and hold, gonna, on, uh, hold, hold on, on Calvin right. what Hold you on, got? Calvin. Hey. you gonna have to address <laughs> this right quick you gonna have to address <laughs> this right quick because I'm gonna have to help my I'm gonna have to help my sister out Uh If you have identified (laughs) that you have that face, and, and and I've helped some women practice this, if you've identified as a grown woman that you have that face, it is up to you to practice in the privacy of your home to not have that face because your face and your outwardness is what you're presenting to the world at every moment you step outside your house. If you as a grown woman have identified you have that face, it is definitely your responsibility to fix it. And it is fixable. You have to be more aware.
2: You have to be more
3: aware because if you Mm -hmm. feel like you may be doing it, immediately correct it because you could be outwardly projecting something that makes your king not approach you. And that is not who you are as an internal person. So you have to make sure that you're not putting obstacles in your own path to detract from your king possibly coming up to you.
0: Hmm. Wow. That's that's pretty deep. And we're actually gonna talk more and get uh some yes, tips, ma'am. uh get some tips uh from them, uh PJ and Kitty, but let's circle back right quick, uh, if we can before we go to break. Uh, one thing I wanna just ask you all, like I said, you know, you are compatible. And with uh, right now, as we're recording this, we have COVID nineteen. Um, mm-hmm. Do y'all? Do y'all, I mean, right now, I know y'all do everything together. But do y'all think that doing things together all the time is like? I mean, what do y'all do separately? Or do y'all ever think that uh, PJ y'all like you, she's smothering you? Or or do y'all do, do y'all do do anything separately? or What do y'all do separately? Or
3: well, I mean, he still you know he goes with his boys, and you know I still go you know to my stuff with my girls.
4: But, but you know. Uh, you know, I'ma say this. As I've aged,
3: I I got homeboys, but I don't run the streets
4: like I used to. You know, I don't. It's a lot of things that I used to do. But I don't do no more. You know, so I mean, we talk on the phone. Me and my homeboys, we must talk on the phone. A lot of us just talk on the phone. We might catch a game, or, but we don't. I ain't. If I'm going out to a club or something like that, now, if I go, which I rarely go, I'm going with my girl. Remember we used to go out. We go with the with the fellas. I don't. I stopped doing that years ago. So that's because I'm high too. Yeah, she high, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we going go. We gonna go out and dance. Me and my girl. So <laughs> because I we rather don't love I I'm gonna be we the guys I hang with around my age group. They either married or they single, mm-hmm. and they doing things that I'm not into no more. So it, so it has narrowed a lot of my choices. You know what I'm saying. Uh, me being with my girl, that's that's the only choice at this point. If I'm not with my kids.
3: Yeah, sure. But you know what? And I and I, I hear where you're going with it about But I like, see what smothering. you're saying. Yeah, smothering. See,
4: okay. I put it like this. I'd rather be smothered by her than to be smothered by you. I'm talking about you, Cal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, I didn't expect that. Hey, it's,
0: it's, <laughs> it's hard to make me laugh, man. But if you can crack a joke with me, man, hey, you cool with me. <laughs> and like I said, and hey, it's and like me and PJ talked after the show, like we, we come from the same kind of mindset, man. So that's why me so, and PJ are, we know, like,
4: do say, man, you handpicked. That's <laughs> all right, I'm picked by the right hand, though. Yeah, hey, hey.
0: you go, hey, hey, hey. yes.
4: Wow, so it's, it's, it's how you look at it now. Like I said, as we get older, and y'all, I know we older than y'all, but y'all not young, and a lot of things y'all did when y'all was 20, y'all ain't doing it at 30, 32, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because it's that's not you don't grow from that,
0: hopefully. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Wow, uh, y'all, y'all, this, this is an episode you're gonna love. We're, we're gonna have more. Uh, with PJ and Kitty from the Undivorceable uh, show. Man, this has been a great episode. So you don't
5: wanna miss it. Stay tuned. Vaccines are here. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but don't get sloppy. We still have to practice social distancing, play safe and be smart. The virus is still here and only high risk workers will
4: receive the first batch of vaccines. And you have to take two doses to get the full effect. So supply is limited and remember, we're all in this together,
5: and it shows when we stand, hand in hand, making our dreams come true. I
2: think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest, and to speak your truth.
0: Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this is what it is.
2: It's just a place to be open and honest and that's what I appreciate most about it, and it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us.
0: Uh, Unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does.
2: Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you
0: being solid, being who you are no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really it really speaks to me
5: saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is, straight up.
0: Okay, so we're back. Uh, man, this has been a, uh, I think, probably uh, one of my favorite episodes. Uh, just rejoined with, uh, of course I got my sidekick, my co-host, my nemesis, Christina with me. I'm just kidding. Uh, but Not we're, my we're-
2: sidekick and a nemesis.
0: <laughs> you can do that <laughs> uh, But we got Christina with us But we're also joined by Kitty and PJ Host of the Undivorceable show uh, Much love to them They have been giving us some phenomenal tips Great love story uh, Just different advice But like I said, I mean, uh, PJ and Kitty I gave y'all our, our previous podcast about relationships And you heard uh, some of the things that you know I go through as a uh, a single person Especially at my age I mean, like, this, I I can't get dating down packed. I mean, it, it's just something that, I, I, like, like I said, I I I'm, I chose a career over relationship. And like you said, that if you if you're looking for a doctor, you know, that's probably a relationship you you don't want to go down. So I mean, like, what's something that people, like I said, are doing wrong, or maybe that I'm doing wrong? Like, I mean, just off what you heard from the podcast, or just what you think that people at my age are doing wrong, especially at my age.
3: Okay. Well, you know, from listening to the previous podcast, you know, for you specifically, I think you really have to sit and identify your self-priority list. What exactly does Calvin like? And then as you begin to meet these young ladies, delve more into them to find out if they meet at least 80% of your priority list. Because if you do that in conversation now we're talking about in conversation, Now I'm not talking about, you know, the niceties and the representatives that they send you, you know, and I'm not talking about, you know, do a Spanish inquisition of people, but just in the naturalness of the conversation, you know, if you are a person who loves home cooked meals and while you are talking to this young lady on the telephone and you're saying, Hey, you know, do you like cooking? And she was like, yeah, I like to cook. And he's like, really? Like how often do you, don't have to do you get in the co- kitchen and burn, girl, you know? And she'd be like, Well, you know, not probably maybe once a month or something like that because you know, I work, you know, blah blah blah. Okay, well, that's something that you need to pay attention to depending on how high that is on your priority list because really, someone's not going to come into your world and completely change, they're going to bring to you what they bring to you, and you're going to have to eat whatever it is that they put on your plate. So, you want to do more investigation and that's what we see a lot of younger people are not doing these days and take your time it's not doing enough self-evaluation and not doing enough investigation of the people that you're bringing in and giving titles to would you say Phoebe? yeah I agree with
4: that uh, you know like I said you know take your time you know some some a lot of the young they just quick to do this the quick to do generation you know they, they quick to get married and quick to jump out of a relationship out of one argument, They're quick to, you know, everything is quick. You know, the internet, the microwave, everything is just fast, you know? So, you know, just take your time and uh, like you say, evaluate that person you're dealing with. And if you really, if you're truly serious about somebody, then you, you, you at, at, at your age, you really have to look at, look at all the pros and cons, you know, is it, would this person be, is this person? Do we do we even get along? Let's just start there. Right.
3: Can can
4: we can we can we go without a stretch without a whole bunch of argument or disagreements? I mean, we gonna have disagreements, but can we agree to disagree though? Because some people get mad and have disagreement and stay mad the rest of the day, go to being mad and all this kind of stuff, foolishness over nothing, you know. And if it's simple, you know, if they some people <laughs> petty, you got you got to weed out a whole lot of stuff. And I think sometimes too. We can over we can overthink. We can we can uh sometimes as, as as you know in trying to date, you can, you know, you can be picky. You can get picky. Maybe maybe it could be you. Maybe you too picky. Maybe you unreasonable. Sometimes you gotta do a self-evaluation too. Do that do do evaluation on yourself first before you start evaluating everybody else. Yeah. See what your flaws are. And at.
3: you know, just just things because at, at your age, Calvin, you know, you're in your early thirties. You know, you really are looking for some things. You know, do I want kids? Does she want kids? And if you're at a point in your life and you're like, you know what? I don't want, kid. I don't want any kids. I'm good with how I live life. I like traveling. I like getting up and going when I want to. You know, I'm, I'm not feeling really changed in the diaper stage or whatever. You can't logically go out and get with the woman who does want children. Jeez.
4: And expect her to change her mind. And expect
3: her to change her mind. Because eventually she may be compatible in 45% of those ways. But that child thing, that may be a deal breaker for her. That a deal deal breaker for you. Are you? You know, you have to really, really understand yourself. And a lot of people aren't doing that. They're saying, oh, well, they say I should like this. And, well, they say I should do this. Or he'll change once I give him that walk you know, he'll change, you know, oh. you see that WAP, you see that WAP ain't keeping nobody.
0: <laughs> and with that being don't, said- Don't like, do that
2: girl like that.
0: No, okay, <laughs> hey, but no like, I mean- But, but this, she
2: forgot there's some other WAPs out there too, apparently. Right. Oh, she she did, she thought she had the top shelf one, but I- right.
0: <laughs> And and let's even like, even dive into the whole like WAP thing. Like, um, to me, within dating, and I don't know if it's just for—I don't know if it's on the on the on the female side side at all, but I I, I feel like PJ that a lot of uh, people that I try to date they want to mimic the VH1 like you know love mm-hmm. type of mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm.
3: but they're not living it themselves. You 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 book bull- for the public. You faking and shaking on. These social media pages, but when you your real life ain't even close to it. Real life, not even close to it. But it again, that comes to where are you meeting these young ladies? You know, sometimes you have to check yourself because if you look looking for a wholesome, why are you gonna go in an unwholesome place to find them? Yeah,
4: I, hey, I don't go to church of chicken or Hamburg because they don't have them. They don't have. Them. So you got to figure
3: that out. If you keep meeting the same kind of chick, where are you meeting her at? And if that's not the chick you want, why are you there looking for her?
0: And that's I, something I, that a lot of people say was that maybe you should, uh, maybe you should lower your standards or change your no, standards. No, no,
3: no, 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 no. That's not lowering your standards. That's understanding your environment. We never told anybody to lower your standards, understand your standards and that will help you in your search and evaluation of candidates. I'm not lowering my standards. I wouldn't tell you to lower your standards. I tell you to evaluate what's a priority to you because everything can't be a priority. You have to make a list. Something has to be first. Something has to be second. Something has to be third. And then you've got to evaluate that.
0: Right.
3: And then when you're looking at your own list, that man, I know I want her to to cook and clean, but do I want her doing it every day or, you know, is three days out of the week, you know, going to be sufficient and make me happy. That's not lowering your standards. That's understanding your priorities and setting it at a at a realistic state in your life to where you may have opportunity to give somebody grace and mercy. Because other than that, you're gonna be annoyed a lot.
0: Right. Okay. Let me let me play devil's advocate then. and then so. Okay. Um, which I often do a lot. <laughs> uh, no worry. But, but so okay. So I'm not gonna lower my standards. You I should just give up because I I did my self evaluation. I don't think. Anything is wrong with me, uh, and I, I think I have to love my standards, but, you know, or I'm actually understanding my standards, but I'm still not finding anything. Like, I should just give up.
3: Well, to God be the glory for that, because I don't believe we're meant to be on this earth alone. That just means you need to buckle down and go into another location. If you go to one restaurant and they say, hey, uh, we're out of chicken, you know, will have some more tomorrow. But you hungry? Then you say okay. You get in your car. You drive to the next location. And if they don't have it, then you drive to the next location. I don't think you. I don't think you ever give
4: up on love. No. Or looking for uh, somebody to share your life with.
3: Companionship.
4: You know? Companionship. You should never do that. You just you should take a high car You know. You should you should give it give everybody a fair opportunity that you're interested in. And uh, if they don't mess up. You know, and uh you know, just like you can use I mean guys do this, women, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna give y'all a a tip. <laughs> <laughs> a tip
3: baby. Yeah,
4: like if I'm into a woman, right, and we've been dating for a while and I'm just using this as an example. And uh just say if we were in a serious relationship and uh just say she worked nights and I worked days and I say, Hey, you know, my car broke down, can you come, you know, Give me a lift to drop me off of work. And I know it's kind of inconveniencing her, but I would like to see, guys want to see what you inconvenience yourself for them. You know what I mean? That lets me know if she would do that for me to get me to work and lose some sleep, just, you know, that that lets me know that she's into me. That lets me, it's just a little test that guys do and women do too. We all do it. You know what I mean? So if I was and then she she do that, she gonna win. And she say, uh oh, I ain't gonna better do it, I gotta get some sleep. But then turn around and say, Hey, can you take me here or can we do this? Or can I borrow some money or whatever? And it's like, okay, but you don't mind spending my money, but you don't want me to help me and take me to the place to go get the money. Right. See, that's the kind of stuff we looking at. Mm-hmm. But it ain't about the sex, it ain't about yeah. all the other stuff. It's about what you gonna will you take care of me if I have a need. Mm-hmm. So not that you, I need you to take care of me, but if I have a need, would you be there for me? Right. And right. that's what men are looking for. And that's no. the real thing. At our age, at our age, we're looking for that. We're not looking for no no walk. Everybody got a walk.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: like we just said earlier. The walk ain't And I nothing.
2: agree with it all.
4: Yeah. You know, so we're looking for the, the, care. The, the care and the respect. One th- number one thing men want from women is respect and care. You got those two things. Man, you're going to always have a man. Your man ain't going no damn if you, you show him respect. Even when he out of line and you go along with him, you get him in the, you don't disrespect him in front of his friends or, or whoever. You say, hey, man, you was out of line. But y'all behind closed doors when you give the business. You know what I mean? Men just want, we want respect. We kings. You know, behave. You know what I'm saying? And you treat us in that fashion and in, in a loving way, in a current way, You'll, never, you'll always be with a man. Not to say that a man's supposed to run over you. I'm not saying that. He ain't never supposed to run over you. He's supposed to protect you and love you. That's what he's supposed to do. So you get in his ass. When he, you need to get in his ass. And he can accept that. And you do it in a respectful amount. And after you get in his ass, get him some ass.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I am. You
3: asked
0: for it, Calvin? No, no, hey no, you're being straight up, I like it, I like it <laughs> uh no, but that you're 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 fine, I, and I like that, you know you're being honest because I think we kind of like our show we we try to have these uncomfortable uh conversations, and I think that I mean I, I want to talk about two things with y'all, and then like i I'll, I'll let y'all go uh but one thing I want to talk about is that the uncomfortability that y'all love to talk about I mean. You said that relationships are, a lot of relationships are scared to have these uncomfortable conversations.
4: hmm Yeah, like, like a threesome. Would you consider a threesome? Would you even consider bringing it up to your woman or your wife? You know what? Well, some guys can't bring it up because they ain't got the balls to, or they scared what their wife going to think or what she going to say. See, that's an uncomfortable conversation, right? We will all agree, but, can you do that? Most people can't do that. Most relationships can't even bring that type of topic up in their in their conversation because they're gonna think, oh, you've been thinking about doing this, Oh, you want somebody in. I mean, just can you have that real conversation just, just for conversation's sake? Or not even go sexual. You know I, I went sexual because mm-hmm. I know it's, it's extreme and it's and it's and it's mm-hmm. tabo. So that's why it, but it's assist. becoming
2: more common that particular subject alone mm-hmm. just bringing
4: an yeah. extra person in yeah. it's becoming
2: very common now but there's yeah. still it's you know it's not the norm or it's not as right. visibly the norm yeah.
4: it's always been happening yeah. Right I I yeah. would agree I would agree with that too but you know some people get offended when you say something like that Are you thinking about doing that or you well,
2: they can be offended you're not responsible for them being offended
4: <laughs>
3: right but that's but that's not the outlook though because you still have to live in that environment you still have to live in that space you oh, know, I understand that you know and even going away from the sexual aspect even being able to talk to their their partner about things finance finding money, money money you know the different money spending habits or saving habits and you know, those conversations are uncomfortable because a lot of men think of themselves that, oh, I'm supposed to be the provider. But if all of a sudden in your relationship to where you used to be the head of money in the household and now COVID has happened and now maybe your job furloughed you. So now your partner is now all of a sudden the new breadwinner in the house. You know, the emotions that come with that, you know, not want to talk about it because you don't want to look like the lesser person in the house you know you're having feelings about that but you don't want to bring that up to her because you don't want her to feel like she's got power over you you know those type of things you know we try to encourage people to still have those conversations even so far as you know when you were younger you was a dying piece he was a dying piece you were a dying piece well now that you're both older and kids are into play you know now her body ain't really where it was and you ain't really comfortable with that, you're not as attracted to her as you once used to be, you know, having those conversations in households. And when they don't have those conversations, that wedge begins to go more and more and more and more. Mm.
1: Wow. I
2: understand that. And the, the kind of strange part of it all is, um, I'm, I'm the youngest of six girls. My mom's been married and divorced like two, three two times <laughs> yes, I like. um, but uh yes. I, could, I couldn't remember the last one. but uh yeah but you know she, she's always tried for him but she has six daughters well one stepdaughter that just never went away <laughs> but uh right so yeah. I I've seen my, my oldest sister is 13 years older than me so wow. I've grown up seeing all the different stories That a woman can go through is just thankfully avoiding the worst one, which is losing someone. But Mm -hmm. all of them I've seen, so I've I've picked up different things over the course of my life. I'm about to be thirty, so it's it's strange, but I guess it helped me back. It's it's a blessing and a curse at the same time because Mm -hmm. I cannot allow myself to dive headfirst into things, but it opens me very easily to having uncomfortable conversations because. I don't like wasting my time. I don't like wasting mine mm-hmm. or yours. And if I can see it, I avoid it. People are like, oh, you should give him a chance. I'm, oh, just because he likes me, I don't owe him a chance. I was like, there's something in him I don't like. If I like it, I'll go for it. But he's a good man. He is. He's just not. He doesn't really like it so mine. I was like, he's not mine. I love travel. I love to cook. I like to spend time together. And I will like, he likes to be out. <laughs> and I can be out. But he likes to be in the club. I don't like the club. So I know that's going to be an issue. He's going to be well. What if he invites you with him? I don't want to go, and I want to go somewhere he wants to be, but I don't want to go to the club. <laughs> I'm I'm stubborn on things like that. Like it smells. I don't want to be there. It's loud. Let me stay home in my blanket with my coffee. And if I and I've had people who were okay with that, and we made it work that way. But you know, finances, sexualities, all this stuff. None of that has ever been. An issue. The, the issue for me a lot of it has always been uh compromise for me and that that's that's a strange thing to argue about where you know I even with what PJ was saying I agree you know um if the two of you are having a argument don't do it in front of people
1: mm-hmm. you know he said
2: well don't don't kind of uh, bark back in front of people right. and I get what he's saying with it but at the same time I'm, I'm a bit of a an- I'm like if you can speak to me in front of your people the way you want to you just gonna have to deal with this back. because you could have waited till we got home too <laughs> that's that's uh, but,
3: but that's why
2: Christine about herself a lot of the time
3: <laughs> yeah that's what i'm gonna say like how how is that working for you i mean if you want a different situation you may have to start looking at things differently and like hearing you talk you've evaluated so much about yourself but some things you need to evaluate. Do I need to continue to embrace this for the goal of compatibility that I want? Because Well,
2: that that would be. I would understand that a little more if I felt like it was. Um, I'm sorry, if I felt like it was holding me back in a way, it doesn't. It, it's because I I've I've had successful relationships that ended for whatever reasons they did, and I was like, okay, so. I don't have a problem with me. I know there's people out there who don't have a problem with me. I'm just very aware of the ways I am, uh, and some of it definitely has changed over the years. You know, uh, okay. you know, I've I've become a little softer around. Oh, where just, pretty like pretty Calvin's pretty met pretty me. Good. Calvin knows my face. That's a certain kind of way. <laughs> he knows my he knows my sense of humor. So he can kind of vouch for me a little bit. I'm not as bad. I as know, as cause I, I want to
3: run through the phone. And give you a i better. Like, hey, you <laughs> no,
1: no, <no>.
2: guys,
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. hey, you like my look? I'm, I'm, <laughs> <in laughs> I'm good. Oh, all the boys you know. in the yard. Man, if I go I'm somewhere, Chris, Chris. Chris, <laughs> you go, we go somewhere together. You my security all day long, baby. <laughs> you know what? I'm good hey, at. I don't it. think that would have worked.
4: Good at it, Chris, I don't think that line would have worked on your ass. Gonna be with you know what? You're like, nah,
2: you know ain't what? gonna be with nobody <laughs> <laughs> You know what? This funny. I know it sounds that way, but I would have entertained it. I would have entertained it because it would have made me laugh. But I, at the same time, I'd have been like, "If you don't move, yo goofy." No, but the same time, I
1: see.
4: But you know what? But at the same time, I, I, <laughs> you know no, I, 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 I would have loved you. it. I don't know you. I would it. But I think you, underneath all that, you all softy. Some I am. Point, somewhere, I, somewhere. I am. I am. One hundred percent. I am. And
0: let's let's actually transition to that word "soft" because I hate I hate that word. Like most people hate the word "moist," I hate the word "soft." Cause, cause, I'm that you person. Said moist, I hate I that felt word. A
3: something there. Yeah, <laughs> y'all, y'all's
0: my. I hey, see, like, see, this what's wrong with people right now? Y'all's minds are in the gutter. Like Cardi B has y'all thinking. Hey, all you now, have too. seen
3: our show? Don't play.
0: <laughs> like, see, <laughs> y'all's my Cardi B has y'all's mind, but no, I, I, I'm talking about the word soft and I meant emotionally. Uh, sorry, let me be more specific. Uh, because like I told y'all on the phone, like you know, and even on our past podcasts, like they said that, uh, well you're a nice guy and everything we respect you but you're just a little too soft for us i'm like you want me to beat you inside your head like what do you mean like i'm too soft and i get that with every person i'm trying to date is that you're just too soft and i and like i'm not because i mean christina you see me in person you you don't want me to rage Hmm. out and get aggressive because that's that's gonna be bad for everybody and pj already said it. he he don't want me to smother him so i mean like (laughs) why do I mean me being why, why do you want me to be hard like I don't understand it
3: but again it's the what you are familiar with the way you grew up those are the women that kind of catch your eye and you know those women are a little bit more harder they expect something different because of the environment in which they were raised in But as you've grown, you have evolved that thought process. So in your thought process, you want that ludicrous. You want that lady in the street and the freak in the bed situation. But the places that you're going and finding these young ladies, it's happening in a different order. They're more hard exterior in public. So they're looking for that hard exterior guy most of the time. Mm -hmm. You want a lady that uh, walks around with her title of suburban queen, but got a little Shaquita that she can pull out if necessary. Should <laughs> the food be cold when the waiter to bring it. But she can flip that switch on, off and on. And that just takes investigation. And again, choosing a different environment to look for your queen versus the places that you've been already. I got old
4: saying. And I, I just... One thing about it, it's, a, it's about raising kids and everything. You can always start hard and get soft, right? Just like Christy Chris, Chris saying, she hard, but she can she she said over the years she's 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 she, 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 she toned it down, right? So that goes with that goes with life. You think about it. That goes with almost everything. But you can't start soft and get hard. But you can start hard and get soft. You can't even have sex with a soft thing. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I, know, I was yeah.
2: waiting on it. I was, like I
4: was waiting man. on it. Really? <laughs> you know what I'm I, had, I had so many jokes you can't, in my head. <laughs> you, can't, it, you cannot enter a woman with a soft penis. But if it's hard, you sure can. But you can always start hard and then end up soft. Right. But you can't never start soft and get hard. So when you raise raising kids, you can't let a kid get 16, all of a sudden you want to whoop their ass. It don't work like that. You got to start whooping that ass early. You start off hard, and then as they get older, and they know where you're coming from, then you raise up off of them. you start toning it down. Because you're not already established, the foundation is what we're saying. Right. And
3: that comes from, like we're saying, Calvin, that initial understanding and that initial evaluation. Like Chris is saying, I don't like to waste a lot of time. Yeah. And then getting to know people is not really a waste of time. You need to fertilize that thing before anything can start growing. So as you are talking to these women and and you're hearing them and you're hearing their language and what they're talking about and yeah, the outside may be what it is, but you only have sex a part of your relationship. The rest of that relationship is what you're doing together, what you don't do together, how you live in, how you growing together. Cause every day, every day you're going to grow. Now, whether you're growing together or growing apart is the decision on the two people that are involved in it. Gonna have to do more investigation ahead of time. Wow.
4: So, so don't start soft. Start, start hard on them, then they say you soft. Give them their hardens. Well, I'm, I'm definitely well, I'm gonna be. You him. didn't say, what I thought you was. Gonna say. Y'all thought, you see, I, I, I uh, thought. I
1: thought i was going to- What?
0: What?
4: What? Well, you yeah, man, hearten,
0: man. See. I'm having, man. <laughs> like I have said,
4: Cap. Have you noticed in your dating life?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I've noticed all my year, all my career. Mm-hmm. From, your career. From, yeah, from, from the eighth grade on up. Mm-hmm. When I was hard on the chick, didn't call them back, got a phone number, waited about a week for a call, they loved me. The ones I got, got the number, called immediately, mm. they didn't want nothing to do with
3: me. I can't believe nobody wanted uh, nothing to do with you. That's, you that's, see what, that's,
4: what I'm saying? Yeah. It's man. almost like yeah. <laughs> pushing, dang, when you don't care, when you act like you don't care, they cuff you more. It, it's, it's, a, it's the opposite.
3: Okay, let me say this true. Let me say it better, Calvin. Because I'm shaking my head over here. Y'all can't see it. That's true though. But I'm staring at him and I'm shaking my head. What what he means is sometimes you guys, being younger, you need to have these people who are interested in you earn some of the behavior that you want to give them. You know? Because you should be able to love, honor, and respect and cherish and do for the person that you select, that you choose. But sometimes you have to do in that investigation process and that evaluation process earlier on. Let me see what you reciprocate to yeah. see if you are worthy of the gift of myself that I have to give to you. Yeah, let me
4: see if you're going to ask me out for a date this weekend. You know? Let me see if you're going to pay this weekend, even though I could pay every time. Mm-hmm. Let me see if you're just going to look out for me,
3: you know? You know, is she is she going to come up with something for you guys to do or do you have to come up with it all the time? time. You got to watch all this stuff. That matters. And then communicate. I mean, if you're really looking for someone to be with and this person is falling short, there are no mind readers and nothing bugs me so much as how I hear a lot of young people and and our age people who say, oh, well, he should know or she should know. Well, the only thing he should know and she should know is something you have taught them, which means you have told them specifically what you like, what you don't like, as you are going through this relationship and evaluation process. You cannot expect anyone to read your mind.
0: Wow, that's pretty heavy. Um,
3: Oh, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. It was something from your last show, Calvin, when you were talking about the young lady who you know, y'all were friends and, you know, y'all thought mm-hmm. about taking it there. Oh, no, come on. We're going to talk about it today. Mm-hmm. Talk about it, Calvin. <laughs> okay. Okay, so <laughs> she was your friend. You know, y'all were friends. You worked together and whatnot. She came mm. over, you know, then she decided to leave. Then she called back and was like, well, I really wanted to stay, you know. Well, maybe we should just be friends. <laughs> At that point. <laughs> but see, she, wanted that to she wanted to take she, she wanted you to come on to a strong
4: and she was going to break you up, but but you chose not to. But again, mm-hmm. but
3: that goes to my point about mind readers, and I'm not putting it off on you because you right. shouldn't have had to have read her mind. If she wanted to stay, the at vibe. this point, she was supposed to be. It was her responsibility at that point to say, I'm really feeling your vibe. You know, I would like to stay. See, that was on her. That wasn't okay. on you.
4: Okay. But she to figure past- that out. She,
3: she, she passive aggressive. But that's that passive aggressive you know, behavior. She, so when she I left when she left and then called back what she's trying to do is transfer the responsibility to say, Oh, you didn't catch my hint. No, boo boo. You didn't speak your truth because when she was in her house, she had every opportunity to speak her truth that she wanted to stay and be with you. But because she didn't, she was in her own feelings, caused her own drama. And that's so why now, she now called she back.
4: Keep this as friendship,
3: now. right? Because mm-hmm. you should have caught the hint, and that is, you should have just said, "Okay, chica, okay, friend mm-hmm. zone." It is because she's not going to be the type of woman that you need in your life. Because can you live your life every day trying to figure out what she may be thinking so you don't upset her? Because she's what? not going to. Guess what? Y'all ain't you won't even dating the chick.
4: Exactly. Just think, you was in a relationship with her, and she getting her feelings. She got enough feelings. And y'all would not even a couple just think if y'all become a couple and see how she act. Look at that behavior right
3: there. Mm. She leave leave for work every day. She call you back. Oh, you didn't kiss me before you you left. Oh, You you, were supposed to, why you ain't bought me flowers? You know, it's been two days and you ain't bought me flowers. You know I like flowers. What?
4: See, that's the problem. You're ready (laughs) to be served, but you're not willing to serve. See, that's the problem. People are ready to, to be served, but not willing to serve. You don't Mm -hmm. want that. You want it to go both ways.
3: Reciprocation is huge. If I kiss you today before I got up, after I get up in the morning,
4: hell, I might not do it the next day. I had something on my mind or something. Who knows? Kiss me. You know, kiss me. It's your turn. Not say we're taking turns, but you can kiss me too. Mm You know? Well, when everything one sided, that's not the relationship you want.
3: No, you're doing not. most
4: of the cooking. You're doing most of the cleaning. You're doing most of the the the, the, the shivery. Pudding. You're yeah. doing most of the good morning boo. How you doing this morning? You you sending the texts. You in the fly. You ain't getting nothing in return but some sex. Man, that ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Wow. That walk ain't nothing. I keep trying to tell him. The older, as a man get older, a young guy. When I was young, 21 years old. I said, man, I'm finna get on all these women, woo, woo, woo. Dude said, i like to see you in about 20, 25 years, young blood. You won't be saying that. If I saw that dude today, I'd tell him he was right.
0: And like I said, I think we're, we're very fortunate to have you all on the show because, I mean, like I said, I mean, we some of us run the same marathon right now. And just to see you have – all y'all have a leg up on us, you know. I, I thank y'all for giving us this advice. Because, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm like Christina. I, I got older people, and I got sisters, and I see the, what they what they went through, and I, is that kind of shields me from a lot of stuff. And but just to just to have it like just to, to have a stamp on it right now, uh, that that makes me feel better. So I, I definitely want to thank y'all uh, so much for actually coming on the show today. and uh, oh, time, anytime,
3: anytime.
4: And,
0: and uh, look, unlike Christina, I'm going to give y'all an invitation to come back on the show uh, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> because i mean y'all giving you know up? What? what
2: okay okay
3: so <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll wait i'll wait
0: but no uh i think i think we definitely would like to have y'all back on the show i mean just because i mean i think i have so many more questions that i i can even just ask y'all but uh i love the fact that you all are together you know after all these years i mean y'all kind of give me uh hope that um that you know that it's not too late love is never oh too never. Late. And, uh, never and never never ever to, just to see y'all together hear y'all's story in the beginning and see what y'all go through watch it i really encourage y'all to go uh watch through their their, their, t- their show series uh undivorceable. Uh but before y'all go, you just let us know uh how people can find you on Facebook, Twitter, and things like that.
3: Okay, you can find us on, like you said, on YouTube. We are undivorceable. That's U N, the word divorce and A B L E, all one word. People always forget the E for some reason. I don't know. But um on YouTube undivorceable, please subscribe because that helps our channel grow and on facebook you can find us at Undivorceable the number four and the letter u as well as on instagram and twitter under the same Undivorceable the number four and the letter u
0: all right well there you have it all right so let's hear it once again for kitty and pj thank y'all yay
3: yay thank y'all it was a pleasure (laughs) call us anytime we may have been new family but now we're family forever
5: Yes, ma'am. Thank y'all. All
3: right.
4: Thank
5: you, guys. Hear Straight Up, we know that all lives matter, but historical events have shown that there is an inverse power dynamic between the races in our country. To highlight this, we present our Black Lives Matter merchandise. Because let's be real, some of you don't seem to understand that this isn't the organization, but a message that message end inequality towards minorities in america and just in case that's too complicated for you in english we have the phrase translated into 10 different languages visit straightupshowpodcast.com for this and all our other merch that's s t r the number 8 showpodcast.com shirts as low as 19.99
0: wow that was a um <laughs> this has been an interesting episode christina uh, i don't uh it's it's been one for the books but i, I definitely want to thank uh, pj and kitty uh for coming on our show today uh giving us a lot of advice and uh just to hear their love story what do you think
2: i loved it i enjoyed talking to them a lot it was it was kind of like talking to family for a while you know it's just good conversation good people uh I enjoy, I enjoy them. I hope you invite them back at some point. Hopefully they can come back around.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to invite them. And they kind of, you know, you, you always go, you do these shows and you don't know what to expect, but I mean, talking to them, it does feel like family and, you know, they're they in, in my hometown right now. So, I mean, uh, I can go out and see them. So I definitely want to take uh, them up on their offer and go to dinner with them. But I think one of the things that I learned this episode was, you know, uh, it's okay to be yourself. You know, and it's okay to find somebody who uh who's compatible with you. I think that's one of the key words was the compatibility, you know, love find somebody to find you uh who is compatible with but don't stay in situations, don't you know have like uh forced situations, you know. Yeah, I mean? like, don't
2: force it. Yeah. You have to work for your relationships, but you you don't have to work so hard from the jump, you know. Like it should it should have some good easy moments that make you decide. This is worth working for, you know? Right. It shouldn't be from the jump difficult.
0: And I know I have a fast paced mind, you know? It's a, I'm, I'm, trust me, I mean, I think I'm dateable. I'm a big guy, but I mean, <laughs> big, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, th- you think I'm not datable? You think I'm not datable? <laughs> <Huh? You think laughs> I mean, no, no. That goes me asking you on a date.
2: Oh, you know it. I would never give you a date at this point. You you don't want to invite me to your show all the time.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I think I'm dateable. I think that um, you know, but I mean, I don't want to think that I'm not dateable. I mean, cuz me, He's you a know, good you, so Calvin. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you are a good girl, Christina. And hey, there I think PJ and Kitty gave us some hope that, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, what age you are. I mean, love is out there and I and I, I, I like uh Kitty. I do believe that uh, you shouldn't be alone. You know there is somebody out there compatible mm. with you. Uh, like I said, you just have to just just look in front of you and not be so have your shield up so much. And I think I think I know I have my shield up a lot on a lot of things. But I mean, if you're listening, you know, hey, don't 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 give up. You know, I'm not gonna give up if it comes. It comes. I'm not gonna uh, force any things. I know that. Listening to PJ, I want to keep using my corny pickup lines because they apparently they work. Because <laughs> PJ is out there. He's he's not being corny, but hey, he's bold and he's it's fight or flight, and he definitely is uh, taking advantage of his uh, flight right now because he is happily uh, with Kitty. So I mean, don't give up, y'all. I mean, love is out there, uh, and you know, not they're their family. We got we miss new family, and we want you to be part of our family, and we want you to join our conversation. Uh, until then, but until then, make sure you go visit our website at www.straightupshowpodcast.com That's www.straightupshowpodcast.com There you can go Join our Patreon and help support our show You can listen to previous podcast Episodes Uh, You can even get our merchandise We have some merchandise out Some fresh new stuff Uh, It's winter, so get your stuff out Christina likes the leggings But she said they, they, they cost too much But (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but uh women we have clothes for you too so if you like our show you want to support our show make sure you go to our website but until then there's the only one rule to our show is you gotta be really Christina. i'm
2: never gonna let you win i'm never gonna <laughs> let you win
0: <laughs> all right guys you gotta be straight up she's not gonna say it but until then make sure you join us next time all right we love you all
1: This weekend with my best friend. It's Sunday, it's Sunday. Why can't we turn up on Sunday? It's too late. We got all day. Gotta greet this new weekend the right way. Had a party with my boo. Had a party today, just us two.